0: okay i'm gonna try and upload this with no music added anywhere make it a little less interesting but maybe it will make it easier to play hopefully that is is true so i'm actually reading from i've i'm flipping around the book a little bit because the book is just really so amazing the book is actually 400 almost 400 pages um, no, actually, if you include the index, it's 402 pages. And if you include the about the author, it's 403. Um, he's got other books too. Wow, they're cool. Um, wow. I'm just going to read you his other books because what I have to read today is short. He's got a book called The Nature Instinct, Learn to Find Direction, Sense Danger, and Even Guess Nature's Next Move, Faster Than Thought. He's got another book called How to Read Water, Clues and Patterns from Puddles to the Sea. That one would be pretty cool. I've always wondered, could you see ripples sometimes? They usually mean some kind of wind, but hmm. I, know how, I know what a riptide looks like. I know how to see that. And then his third book, How to Read Nature. And then his fourth book is The Natural Navigator, The Rediscovered Art of Letting Nature Be Your Guide and um, a number of these books are actually award winning. Really cool. And again the book I'm reading from is The Lost Art of Reading Nature's Signs by Tristan Gooley. This is page 66, 67, 68. And the title of this section is Time and Trees. One of the very few outdoor clues that is common knowledge is that you can work out how long a tree has lived by counting its rings. But did you know that it is quite easy to identify individual years? This is made possible by remembering that there is a particular band that is worth looking for. Each ring in a tree's trunk corresponds to an individual year, but also gives clues to the conditions the tree experienced during that year. Tree rings grow slightly narrower with each year. However, the exact width will be determined by the conditions that year. And we can use this to work backward. Everybody is aware that the size of trees is a rough clue to their age. You can refine this by remembering that broad-leaved trees, such as oak, ash, and beech, growing in the open have a circumference in centimeters that is two and a half times their age, nearly a one-to-one ratio in inches. So, if two adults can barely touch each other's fingers round a trunk, the tree must be getting close to 150 years old. In woodland, the circumference grows nearer half that speed and would be a much rarer 300-year-old specimen. One of the simplest techniques for gauging the age of trees can be used for young conifers. Each year, a conifer tree adds a whorl of branches. On first sight, a conifer's branches may appear to be distributed in a haphazard way. But look closer at a young spruce or pine, and you will see that there are definite levels of branches, each level or whorl corresponding to a year's growth. I remember progressing up those levels as a kid. They are like floors to a tree climber. I remember doing that too. But I didn't appreciate then that I was climbing through time. Neither did I. Some evergreen trees, like the monkey puzzle and bristlecone pine, have leaves that can live for 15 years. It is often possible to see the annual growth within each leaf and work out its age. If you do this regularly, you may start to notice that evergreens hold on to their leaves longer the higher you go, or the poorer the soil. Twigs often display circular grooves around their circumference. Oh look, you're getting music anyway. Francis has found her squeak toy. (laughs) No, oh, Franny, she put it in my laundry basket because that's where you put sweet toys. Tweaks often display circular grooves around their circumference. These annual bud scale scars mark a year's growth and can be used to see how much growth there has been in recent years in a living tree. Trees can give us clues to the history of the land itself, not just their own age. The canopies of trees growing in the open country spread out more than those in the woodland. We can use this to work out that a large tree spreading out in woodland was once was the one that got there first and once grew in splendid isolation before the neighborhood became popular and crowded. This will tend to be the woodland tree that will offer the best clues to direction using the sun's effects. When walking through woodland, if we come across an old ditch, fence, or stone wall within the trees, it's always worth pausing to study the trees on either side. The fact there is a barrier of some sort means that at some point in the past, one of these old demarcations was probably open country. It's usually very simple to work out which side is the older woodland by looking at the trees growing on either side. Some trees, Noticeably, birch trees, ash and hawthorn, are quick colonizers, which means that they spread their seeds quickly. Their seeds are airborne. Hawthorn hitches a lift with birds. They will swiftly take advantage of any open and ungrazed ground. Other trees take a lot longer to become established. And of course, these small-leaved linden tree is the most dependable clue to ancient woodland. So if you see a small-leaved linden tree, you know you're in an ancient forest. In my local woods here in England, there's a ditch that divides beeches on one side from birches on the other. Stepping over the ditch, I know I am actually walking back in time to a different wood. All right, let's see if this one uploads. The next one is about how you can, the impact of fire on a forest should be really interesting to read that one.